Great conversations lead to great moments and change. Well, that's up to everyone to come to the table. We talk seed stock and production crew. Let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us on this all-new episode of the Ranch It Up radio show. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. A big thank you goes out to our partners, the American Gelvie Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, and the Fence Post, Westway Feed Products, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Dakota Cowboy, Allied Genetic Resources, Allied Feeding Partners, Livestock Market, Equine Market, AuctionTime.com, RFD TV, and Wrangler. Cow Country News, you know, the cow stuff. Lots to cover this episode, so we're going to get right to it. Our top news story, USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service and Agricultural Research Service are starting a new sampling program to assess whether antibiotic residue is detected in cattle intended for the, quote, raised without antibiotics market or RWA. The sampling program is part of a previously announced USDA effort to strengthen the substantiation of animal raising claims as the agency continues to address potentially false and misleading labels. Now, plants eligible for the program are those that slaughter cattle and produce products that bear RWA claims such as no antibiotics, no antibiotics ever, raised without antibiotics, antibiotic-free, no antibiotics administered or related claims. Now, the Food Safety and Inspection Service said, that it will collect liver and kidney samples from eligible cattle, and ARS will analyze the samples using a method that targets more than 180 veterinary drugs from various major classes of antibiotics. If antibiotic residues are detected, the Food Safety and Inspection Service will issue a letter to the facility concerning the sample results and advise the establishment to conduct a root cause analysis and take actions to prevent misbranded products in commerce. If an establishment does not receive a letter, their test results are negative and consistent with the labeling claim. Now, the results of this sampling will help inform whether the Food Safety and Inspection Service should require that laboratory testing results be submitted for the raised without antibiotics claim or whether the agency should start a new verification sampling program. New legislation designed to break up giant meat packing and poultry monopolies operating in the United States is being proposed by a U.S. senator from Missouri. Senator Josh Hawley from Missouri said the Strengthening Antitrust Enforcement for Meat Packing Act followed a Tyson Food announcement that it planned to close its poultry plants in southern Missouri, affecting thousands of workers from his state. The proposed bill would amend the Packers and Stockyards Act of 1921 to set up, quote, specific thresholds for market concentration and allow federal antitrust officials to more effectively prohibit or unwind acquisitions by meat companies that concentrate the meatpacking sector. Now, Senator Hawley said in a statement announcing the bill that today's meatpacking monopolists are making massive profits while shutting down competition. He says Congress must give antitrust prosecutors the power to end anti-competitive behavior, behavior, that is, excuse me, without lengthy court battles. It's time to hold monopolies accountable and empower farmers. Right on with that one. 
We've all been watching the markets. Many of you have been watching our videos that we've been posting on various different sale barns. Well, meat prices, they continue to rise in the latest consumer price index with beef prices hitting record levels in many locations. According to the survey, which measured August prices, the price of all fresh beef was $7.82 per pound. That's up 0.3% from July and almost 7% from a year ago. That is per analysis from the Daily Livestock Report, and that represents the third straight month that fresh beef prices have hit a record high. Other notable beef prices include retail beef prices fell 1% from July's record to $8.23 per pound, but we're still 8.6% above last year at this time. Ground beef also fell just a tick from record July highs, dipping from $5.10 to $5.08 per pound. Sirloin steaks were up 10.9% from last year to $11.43 per pound, and the round rose 8% to 6.66 cents per pound. And our final news story, share with me your thoughts on this one. What do y'all think about this? While the EPA reports the cattle industry in the United States accounts for 2.4% of total greenhouse gas emissions, some consumers are convinced that beef production is a major cause of climate change. Many of those same consumers, however, love a thick, juicy steak. Now there is a label that could offer these guilt-ridden carnivores a way to have their steak and eat it too. A USDA certification program for producers who demonstrate a 10% reduction in greenhouse gas emissions from their cattle below an industry baseline will earn them a certification that allows them to market their beef as low carbon. Brent Moline, a spokesperson for the Wyoming Farm Bureau, told Cowboy State Daily that these niche markets might fetch premiums at the retail level, but the value to the producer depends on the cost of compliance. Dr. Colin Beal, a rancher who founded the company Low Carbon Beef, a third-party verification program and company, told Cowboy State Daily that in some cases, producers are already in compliance. Now, the USDA approved a program for labeling beef as low carbon, and the company Low Carbon Beef was later approved for a process-verified program. The program has 20 criteria within four categories, which consist of feed, fuel, fertilizer, and cattle performance. If cattle qualify for certification, then the cattle owner, uh, owner that is, excuse me, or whoever is retailing the beef can apply to the USDA for labeling approval. What are your thoughts on that one? I'm all about niche markets. I'm all about trying to make money. And of course, this is one where consumers are being more educated. They know what's going on out there and their voices are being heard. Give us a call and let us know your thoughts on this. 707-726-2420. You can send me a text message and just say yay or nay on this one. And you can email us too at ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Getting to Bloomington, Wisconsin, home of Bloomington Livestock Exchange and wrapping up their sale from last week. On the steers, 375 to 425 weight steers, 280 to 365, four and a half to five and a quarter weight steers, 270 to 340, five and a half up to 625 weight steers, 
250 up to 305 six and a half up to seven and a quarter weight steers 240 to 269 seven and a half to eight and a quarter weight steers 230 to 259 and a half eight and a half up to 925 weight steers 210 to 258 and then nine and a half up to thousand weight plus steers a dollar 90 up to 243.50 for the heifer mates 375 up to 425 weights again Bloomington Livestock Exchange in Bloomington Wisconsin 375 to 425 weight heifers 270 to 310 four and a half to five and a quarter weights 260 to 300 five and a half to 625 weight heifers 230 to 250 six and a half to 725 weights 210 to 264 seven and a half to 825 weights Two bucks up to two forty-eight, eight and a half to two ninety-five weights, a dollar ninety to two forty, nine and a half, two thousand plus weight heifers in Bloomington, Wisconsin last week, a dollar seventy up to a dollar ninety. Now on to winter livestock in Dodge City, Kansas, wrapping up their sale from last week. On the steer side, I'm gonna pick out some very specific bunches. Here's a group of black steers weighing six fifty-two at two. 90. Here's another group of mixed steers weighing 695 at 266 and a half. A group of heavy steers coming out of western, southwestern Kansas, 845 weights at 255. On the heifer side, a group of black heifers weighing 553 coming in at 274. A bigger bunch of 738 weight heifers at 250 and a quarter. A group of mixed heifers weighing 732 at 247. And then some Charlay and Charlay cross heifers weighing 730 pounds, commanding 246 and a quarter. And that is our wrap up for today of our sale barns, Bloomington Livestock Exchange in Bloomington, Wisconsin, and then followed by Winter Livestock in Dodge City, Kansas. We are fixing to move into the fall production sales season. I know that there have been a lot of club calf sales going on as we speak, but fixing to move into the fall production season. So if there are any production sales that you would like us to gather sale reports on, information that you would like to hear, please reach out to us at any time. Plus, here are some of the stories and some of the concepts and some of the programs that we're going to be bringing you yet this fall. We're going to be tackling a lot about scours, how to prevent scours in your calves, how to reduce the risk of coccidia in your calves. We're going to be discussing soil health. It's so darn important when it comes to having healthy soils. It's the base and it's the foundation of your program, no pun intended. Going to be working on uh, Allied Genetic Resources Best Mate program. It's a new program offered by Marty Ropp and his crew. We'll hear from them again this fall. And on the management side, fall manure management. So sometimes to make it number one, you need to be in the business of number two, right? So those are just a few of the concepts, products, and stories that we are working on as we move into the fall season. Now, coming up after the break, we talk about the seed stock business and we talk about change. We've got a whole lot more of the Ranch It Up radio show, and it's coming up right after this. Go nowhere, crew. You're going through your calves, looking what worked and what didn't work. So as you're reviewing your program, you need to ask, is this a time to change? Is this a time to make additions or subtractions? Galvi and Balancer may just be the right fit for you. Galvi and Galvi-influenced females offer sustainability and maternal growth while the bulls can add those extra pounds at weaning. 
Find a breeder near you, Gelvi.org, or check out Gelvi on Facebook. Don't let nutrition be the missing piece. Nutrition is a key piece to the puzzle of cattle production. As forage quality diminishes, your cowherd's nutritional needs do not decrease. Westway's liquid feed provides protein, energy, vitamins, and minerals, and helps to increase digestibility of forages. This supports fetal programming for the calf in utero and cow body condition scores. Both directly contribute to your herd's performance and profitability. So don't let nutrition be the missing piece. Head to westwayfeed.com. We keep bringing you more and more information about Pharmatan, and for very good reason, it just works. Now, with calves getting ready to head to the sale barn, producers are culling cows and getting ready for next year. So start feeding Pharmatan now to the cow herd and knock scours out for next year. And here's the best part. It's super easy to incorporate into your existing rations. It can be fed in tubs, a TMR, loose mineral, liquid portions, doesn't matter. They work with all major feed manufacturers. It's PharmatanUSA.com and follow along on Facebook. Cattle Battle. Welcome back to the Ranch It Up radio show, the most information packed into a 30-minute program that you can find. It's your all-things ranching newscast, and so glad to be hanging out with you. Questions, comments, concerns, criticisms, rants, it doesn't matter. You can call or you can text us at 707-RANCH-20. That's 707-726-2420. You can email us, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. And you can find us prowling around social media at Ranch It Up Show. Now, last week, we briefly visited with Steve Keister, the immediate past president of the Red Angus Association of America and co-owner and manager of Keister Red Angus. We highlighted some of the main topics discussed at the recent Red Angus convention. And one of the takeaways that Steve mentioned was the commitment of seed stock producers to their commercial customers and providing additional customer service especially in the realm of assistance of marketing feeder cattle. This opened up a whole other conversation about seed stock producers and their ability to change the industry, or I should say to inject change into the industry. Steve, thanks for coming back on the program. As I mentioned off air, or I should say I asked off air how you as a seed stock producer is going to change this industry and how it falls on seed stock producers shoulders to provide that direction and change. Well, I will tell you, you, in my opinion, I've known you for many years <laughs> and I'll tell you, you're right on two points, but 50% on one. Yes, you absolutely should come back and visit with your seed stock supplier Find out if that seed stock supplier is connected to the national programs and make sure that they're armed with the information you need to be successful and get as many dollars back into the commercial cow-calf sector as possible. Where I would probably disagree with you just a hair is on changing the industry. Let's, changing, di let's discuss. I like this. Well, changing the industry, no one segment of this industry will ever change the industry. This is a slow business. Change comes slow. For change to happen, big change within the agricultural industry, it's going to take all segments of the beef industry working toward a common goal. When that happens, that's when change comes, and change comes at a 
I what I would call a, a decent pace. When one segment's unhappy, usually doesn't inspire much change. <laughs> but when the whole industry bands together and says, "Look, we we need a different different approach here," then things happen pretty quick. And that's what it takes to change an industry. No one segment's going to do it like the seed stock or the cow calf or or the feeder or the backgrounder packer. One segment does not have quite that much power. Now, I can concede, and what you're saying is that for real change to happen in our industry, just the nature of uh, of how it works genetically and reproductively with bovine, so I can concede to that. However, uh, and like you said, we've been good friends for a long time, so I can push back on this. We can have a little discussion here. Um, <laughs> is it the ability of the seed stock producer influence maybe is how I should phrase that a potential change quicker than one of those other segments because you're raising the genetics for example let's say that uh, that I need to inject more carcass I'm trying to uh, lower my frame size I'm trying to fill that box just a little bit nicer and neater I'm trying to be more efficient well <coughs> excuse me that comes with the genetics that I'm purchasing from the seed stock producer. So maybe I should rephrase that and say, do you feel that it is the seed stock producer to be able to start that potential change because of the influence that you have on said industry? I would concede to that. The seed stock industry has as much influence on the type of cattle that are going, ultimately, everything we do, seed stock, everything we do ends up on a plate, right? So... Yes, the seed stock industry has a tremendous amount of influence in the product that's going out. And and it is our responsibility to raise the kind of cattle that the industry is calling for. And it's also our responsibility to raise the kind of cattle the commercial industry is asking Mm -hmm. us to raise. Um, Quite often there's a balance in there. And we need to walk that line and, and raise the type of cattle that make our commercial producers profitable keep the industry satisfied on from an end product standpoint and hopefully everybody in between is making the dollar steve thanks so much for visiting with us just a little bit more and i wanted to carry on a tick longer but steve needed to step out for a board meeting now your thoughts on how to inject change into the industry are producers at all levels and segments of the industry needing change and what needs to change this is your chance share with me your thoughts and why give me a holler at 707-726-2420 you can text me there as well email us ranch it up show at gmail.com again our phone number 707 ranch 20 that's 707-726-2420 you can call leave us a message there you can text us there or you can email us ranch it up show at gmail.com. Coming up next week, we talk with Brad Zimmerman, who is relatively new to the seed stock business. He built his herd the hard way, breeding up his cow herd year after year after year after year. And here's a little bit of what we will talk about. I look through a lot of wholesale catalogs and you look at the dam side and and they don't match the prefects of the person selling them. And, you know, 
anywhere from 95 to 100 percent in my bull sale every year are out of a, you know a zim cow which is I, that's what i take pride in i guess is our our cow herd how they can produce i guess so and you sh- you should i mean you you started it from scratch and it was slowly build this up and and i understand that too where if a lot of people want to get into a particular breed or a yep. particular business it can be very difficult when you start from yep. scratch and now you got to buy all these females and go about this this direction you know there's there's a few ways to skin a cat in this situation and uh, it yep. may be you know what, Brad? They may have said you did it old school of slowly building it up, but congratulations to you because I bet you'd be hard pressed to find somebody that knows the lineage as much as you do in your cow herd. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just a just something we really take pride in, I guess, and just enjoy that and fun, I guess. We'll have more with Brad Zimmerman next week as we talk Gelvy and Balancer cattle and just a little bit more on the seed stock business. Now, coming up after the break, we recap the markets with Kirk Donsbach with Stonex Financial Incorporated. But keep it tuned right here to this fine radio station. We have some very important messages from our partners, and we'll be back with more of the show. production sales are fixing to rev up and with the prices of calves which are excellent and the prices of the way ups which are excellent it may be a time to take those older bulls to town weigh them up and apply those dollars to fresh genetics allied genetic resources is your source for bulls and females that can take your program to the next level check out the fall sales at alliedgeneticresources.com and follow along on facebook LivestockMarket.com. We hear from them each and every week highlighting various sales and lots, but have you taken the time to cruise the site, look around and see what cattle are bringing? How about lower that sale expense and give Livestock Market a try? It's about the easiest way to market your stock and it puts your product on a worldwide view. LivestockMarket.com. It's simple and it works. Are you looking to liven up your event in 2024? Change the pace, make it stand out. Let us, Tigger and Beck, agriculture advocates, outdoorsmen, and all-around fun couple be the addition to hook the attention. I see what you did there. Now, we will leave you laughing and having a positive outlook on the future. From being the keynote speakers to MC to masters of ceremony, let us, Tigger and Beck, make your event unforgettable. Y'all know where to find us. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ranch It Up radio show. It's that time in the program when we check back in with Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated. If you would like some more information to follow along, get some more details, you can text the word CATTLE, C-A-T-T-L-E-2, 33777. That gets you Kirk's free newsletter each and every week. That's a good way to start the convo with the man himself. So, Kirk, I'm going to turn the uh, mic your direction. Let's wrap up last week. Good morning, Tigger. As of Friday, September 22nd, October feeder futures closed at 259.20. That's down $5.20 on the week with the CME feeder index down 17 cents at 253.22. So you'll notice that narrowed our basis to a negative 88 cents versus September futures. We did have a cattle on feed this week with on feed coming in at 97.8% versus expectations of 97.8. Placements were 94 4.9% versus expectations of 94.8 and marketed at 94% versus expectations of 94.4. So as you can see, the 
report came in almost exactly on expectations and considered neutral. October live futures closed the week at 186.97 and a half. That's down seven and a half cents on the week with cash steady trading 183 in the south and 184 to 186 in the north. Our listeners will notice that the spread between the south and the north has narrowed dramatically. It's all left the five area weighted average up 28 cents on the week at 184.54 and our basis a negative $2.53.5. October futures are not in delivery yet, so we can get away with the negative basis for a couple more weeks. Weekly slaughter was 625,000. That's down 7,000 head versus last week and 46,000 lower than the same week last year. Choice boxes closed the week up at 303.33 per hunterweight. That's down 238. It did get all the way to 301 this week, but then bounced and rallied a little bit into Friday. Our final report would be for corn. December corn closed at $4.77.5. That's up two and a quarter cents on the week. Corn continues to consolidate sideways as we look for a seasonal low. I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. And before we say fairly well, we want to give a big tip of the hat and a shout out to all of you that are busy making cow chow. We're talking about chopping silage. Some of you have wrapped up already. Some of you are still going with that in other parts of the country. Hope that it treated you well. Hope it packs Hope it seals for you all. And now that's going to wrap it up for today. A big thanks from our crew to yours. Kirk Donsbach with Stonex Financial Incorporated. Steve Keister with the Red Angus Association of America and Keister Red Angus. And the boss lady, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck, even though she has this week off, at least on the Ranch It Up radio show. A big thanks from our partners, the American Gelby Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, the Fence Post, Westway Feed Products, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Dakota Cowboy, Allied Genetic Resources, Allied Feeding Partners, Livestock Market, Equine Market, and AuctionTime.com, RFD TV, and Wrangler. And now, crew, so glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to follow and like us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. Check our social media. We have multiple updates there throughout the week. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com, and you can call and text us 24-7 at... 707 Ranch 20. That's 707-726-2420. Spread the good word and join us again next week where it's always Tigger approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up.